really know how to write dance hits, don't they? This is Inspired, and it is time to get wired with Penyao. Coming up in this episode, prepare to enter the warped world of the award-winning duo as they go deep on Changa. This title track to their chart-topping fifth record is not only a banger, but it also informs the entire theme to their album. So here's Penyao's Nick Littlemore and Peter Mays talking about singing to mushrooms getting lyrics very wrong and using some cheap-ass keyboards. I'm Linda Mariano and this is Changa. Changa! (laughs) So first of all, really... Bring us into your world at the time of writing this. What was going on? Mercury rising. <laughs> uh... We're probably getting towards the end of the record. I think this was one of the last ones to be finished. But um, we would have been in my studio in LA, which is downtown in an old warehouse. Like many of our songs, we went through several versions and different you know, musical backings. And once we've got a vocal, we tend to do that tend to kind of try all these different things and then we came back to the same thing that we started with. Yeah. <laughs> Which also happens all the time. Okay, the first demo, basically just done in the MPC. I had some new sounds in my MPC and I had a little keyboard stab thing. So it was basically formed there. So that's an Akai MPC 3000. 3, you hear it's pretty kind of distorted and crunchy. Constantly evolving to the end. What else were you doing at the time? Were you listening to certain other artists or had you just been to see a film? What was going on? It's a mad time, isn't it? You're sitting in your garden one minute and then you're out of space and then you're downtown in the studio kind of reflecting on all that. It's weird. I mean, we really opened ourselves up on this record to outside influences beyond music, art, culture or anything that is, um, I guess, man-made or, you know, like, around today and and tried to tap into the more ancient herbal remedies so we we go into that that mindset and then um lo and behold pete's down there banging the drums (laughs) he's got a little dog called molly she's here right now she's here she's wearing a a rabbit suit she is wearing a rabbit as we went down the rabbit hole so you wander into the studio and Peter's banging away, making little drum beats. And then what happens? Well, you know, we do this kind of echo thing. We have Kira there. The so Kira is the, the singer. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yeah. her. Well, well, she's amazing. We've been working with her for, what, two years now? Yes, yeah, two did a lot years. Of work with her Kira grew up in New York and in also Queens. in Guyana, rather, in South America. Similar to the Caribbean sort of feeling in terms of music and culture. And we've developed this way of working where we kind of echo something. So I'll just yell out some random thing, and it's usually pretty random. Here we stand, here we fall. Um, and then she'll try and repeat what I just did. Here we stand, here we fall. And we just do this over and over again for hours on end. 
Over the West Coast. Over the West Coast, mark it away. Over the West Coast, baby. Yeah, I mean, the take could be, you know, 40 minutes long, sometimes an hour, and we're just, we're looping around a groove, and Nick is literally just coming up with a new idea every five seconds, seemingly. They'll be wrecking ya. Good, 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 that's good. Uh, let's do another one. Uh, chip in a jungle, mark it away. Chip in a jungle, away. Yeah. And we go through and pick out all these little bits that we like. So our songs are not really written in a standard linear fashion where uh -huh. you're like, okay, let's write a verse. No, and a no, exactly. And we it, don't it's, do that. It's similar, you know, Terence McKenna and his brother went into the jungle many years ago and they took ayahuasca and they presupposed that they could sing to the mushroom. They also found mushrooms out there and sing to the mushroom and they could actually make it kind of create a standing wave. Well, in a way, when we take our time with music, we like to experience things on a kind of ex really deep experiential level. So by doing this echo thing, you lose your train of thought so many times mm. that you're just just running on empty and it's it's kind of beautiful. It's like kind of skeleton poems or things you've done at school where you sort of forget yourself. You know, you could be sitting in a room with a ticking clock, but if you're reading a book, you'll forget that the clock is ticking. I, I gotta say, it is actually really hard to decipher. Baby, let's go, drive me away. Get your body back to the back of the frame. What the lyrics are across this entire Pena record. I've just sat here and like. I'm not a rainstorm, Tried to figure it out. I know that there would be so many interpretations for so many different people. Yeah, I mean, we find that with some of our favorite records, like the first Phoenix album and stuff, like most mm. of the songs, I have no idea what they're singing, but I know what they're singing, but they're not definitely not what they wrote. And I love that about songs that you can, once your memories are attached to them, you'll come up with your own words and, you know, it's really your own song then. I love that. Okay, so now let's dive into lyrics and the meaning of Changa. What is it? It's a herbal admixture um, that you smoke and it takes you <laughs> to another planet and it's very beautiful. What, is that what Changa is? Yeah. Isn't it uniquely Australian? It is. It was invented in Australia. Yeah. Right. Isn't it? That's really what the album's about is um, reflecting on, um, you know, that. I do actually imagine you in that studio with, Peter kind of nutting away at a drum machine and you and Kira screaming out that oh na 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 na, oh na 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 chorus again and again. It's a nice image. Yeah, that was probably added at the end. But, um, yeah, it is, it's a lot of fun. And this will happen over the course of several sessions. You know, we don't just bang it together in one day. And that gives us a chance to get new ideas. But yeah, what we're looking for initially musically is something that will inspire a vocal. There's the initial kind of bass that I feel like sits through the whole song. It's this. Yeah. Now, was that something that was there kind of from the beginning? Was that one of the initial elements that you were working with? I mean, that was probably added quite early. The initial element was just a keyboard piano stab that I just pitched around in the MPC to create the chord progression. And then, yeah, that bass would have been added soon after. I'm a really cheap 
Yamaha keyboard from the 80s. It's probably like one of those crappy home keyboards you buy for 50 bucks in a hock shop. I suppose you don't need the fancy bits, do you? It actually has a lot of grit to it. That. Which works. It has, you know, more primary colours and we're going from quite playful palette on this album and you can see it through the artwork and in the records quite distinct strong sounds you know not too many but um, very clear well that is exactly the thing with this song and across the course of that Pinyao record is that there there isn't a dull moment it really kind of jumps to one thing to the next but can I reveal what my favorite part of this song is sure please do okay it's this Can we please talk about this sax? <laughs> that is um, some horn library that I have somewhere. And, yeah, I mean, that's probably the the least unique sound on the record. But it, <laughs> but, but it is um, like this is like the devil wears Prada moment with the blue jumper, you know, because that's, <laughs> that horn sound actually was all over this record yeah, at one true. point. It's true. All over the album. Yeah. You go through stages when you make a record of like, oh, we thought we thought that was the save sound. We did for a while. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because it's it's only a three note riff. So sometimes the simplest stuff is what survives. It's Nick Littlemore and Peter Mays from Pinyao talking about the making of Changa for Inspired. And if you liked that chat and you love your Pinyao hits, then you might have another favourite in this song, Embrace. This is one of my all-time favourites and it features New Zealand artist Lady Hawk on vocals. In a previous episode of Inspired, I spoke to Lady Hawk and she is just so fun to chat to as well. I spoke to her about how she created her breakthrough hit, My Delirium. I mean, the way I usually write when I do vocals is I just go hop on the mic and just start noodling. Like it's like nothing words, you know. Like that's what I did for that. And I remember, I remember it's feeling weird in my ears for some reason. I've got a very distinct memory of thinking, why is it? Why can I hear this weird sound? But it was my own voice. <laughs> it's a really strange thing to say, but I was like, this is like, I felt like I was outside my body, listening to somebody else sing. (laughs) So she was literally delirious when she wrote this song. You can check out that episode of Inspired with Lady Hawk talking about My Delirium. Otherwise, please feel free to rate and subscribe if you're enjoying them. I'm Linda Mariano. I'll say bye for now and hope to catch you soon.